Welcome back, everyone, to Aspire, the Leadership Development Podcast, where we will be discussing the visions, inspirations, and experiences from top educational leaders. My name is Joshua Stamper, and you can connect with me on Twitter or on Instagram at Joshua double underscore Stamper. All right, Aspire listeners, I hope you are ready for an amazing guest who is the one and only Danny Bauer. If you haven't had a chance to check him out in previous episodes, please make sure you do so because he is always dropping wisdom in any interview he's doing. And I've had the pleasure of having him on many, many times. And I can't get enough of this guy because he has helped me quite a bit on my leadership journey years back when I first started. He has a fabulous podcast, Better Leaders, Better Schools, and he's also going to be dropping a brand new book here very, very soon in September, September 28th. And the book is Mastermind, Unlocking Talent Within Every School Leader. Danny, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It is my pleasure, Joshua. Thank you so much for uh, having me on the show. And yeah, this is going to be a blast. So thank you. (laughs) Man, every time I get a chance to have just a simple conversation, it it turns to be something where I find great value. And getting a chance to preview your book, it it was quite interesting because I I know of of you, I know what you're about, and then obviously, you know, I've had the chance of of growing beside you in my leadership journey, and and you've created something in a mastermind and this model that I don't know of many educational leaders know about. And so I'm excited to have this conversation, but I love the beginning of your book, the premise of like your experience as a leader and just kind of how your district missed the mark. And I think that's really an interesting take because obviously we have a lot of professional development, the time of year, especially right now, as schools are getting ready to begin session and walking away to a lot of professional development opportunities and saying, man, I just didn't feel like I grew very much. So will you just share a little bit about what that was like early on as an assist principal and in your leadership process? Yeah. And, you know, for, for me, it's just I'm, I'm talking from my lived experience, what you're inviting me to share. But I did, you know, I've had hundreds of conversations at this point, right, with yeah. with people on the front lines and uh really dug into the research too, which honestly wasn't that fun for me. Like, (laughs) like I don't, research is not my thing. I just, I would rather be entertaining, tell stories. And I I think people would uh, resonate with that and still grow. Right. I don't need that personally. Part of being a leader too, is you're of service. And my publisher Corwin, and at this point too, AASA, you know, research matters to them. And so since this is all of service and it's in relationship, like there's a meta leadership tip there for the listener, right? Uh, sometimes you have to put aside your ego and what naturally comes comfortable to you and uh, be of service to others. So as I shared that story, I, I even forgot, had to do with the lived experience. So yeah, listen, I just felt overlooked, right? As an assistant principal, in a very large school district, Chicago. And that might be end of the story right there, right? So big, like how do you serve all these APs, let alone the principals? But it's just, you know, what I call it in the book, it's a missed opportunity. There is so much, like that's the subtitle of the, the book, right? Unlocking talent within every school leader. And that's an approach that I take, right? With leaders that serve, like look at your staff. There is gold, there is genius in your staff. Maybe you don't see it yet, that's okay. What if you acted as if they already were, though, that gold and that genius? You know, your culture would change. But back to my experience, you know, they just 
there wasn't leadership development. If we had any sort of leadership meeting, it was the bureaucratic. And I get why, right? Student achievement, increase it. Yeah, of course. Like, that's why we're at school. Increase attendance. Yeah, we want, we want kids in the school too. All this stuff makes sense. I'm not going to argue against it. And then decrease discipline. We want safe places, right? Where kids can learn. But that has nothing to do often with like everything that drives the stuff to get to those, those outcomes, right? So tough conversations, creating world-class cultures, crafting meaningful visions, taking on difficult topics like race and equity, right? And uh, that's what I wanted to learn. That's why I started the podcast. And yeah, unfortunately, that was my lived experience. And, And luckily, by taking ownership of my own journey, you know, the rest they say is history. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, obviously, both of us as podcasters, we we have these rich conversations with amazing leaders, and I would yeah. definitely put you in that category. So as that progressed, where did this concept of mastermind come from? And, you know, when did you start to dabble in something different other than the podcast to build not only your own leadership capacity, but those around you? So I was out there, you know, in, uh, in, in Paris, enjoying some Bordeaux and a baguette and uh, reading some philosophy. And I said, Eureka, you know, and I figured it out. <laughs> I experienced it myself. And back in 2015, I jumped into this program called Iron Sharpens Iron. I'm actually still a member today. Aaron Walker's my mentor, and he had this thing called a mastermind. You know, he was on podcasts. I started to hear him everywhere, right? And I was resonating with what he was sharing, and I just wanted to be around the guy. But he also talked about connecting in the structure of a mastermind with guys like Dave Ramsey, Dan Miller. Uh, I don't know. These, these are all his friends. But there were all these names with people that had been quite successful, right? As authors, or Dave's a finance guy, you know. And, yep. and it's like, wow, okay, that's interesting. Well, let me, let me see what this is all about. And, you know, Joshua, like within six months, my personal and professional development, like was so rich that w- that was the Eureka moment. I wish it was in Paris with the baguette and Bordeaux, but it wasn't, it was, it was learning by doing right. That's like a, that's like a DeFore PLC saying, you know, learn by doing. And I just realized, oh my gosh, what if we just invited school leaders here to connect in this kind of way. Mastermind's been in business forever. So talked about Iron Sharpens Iron experience, but in my research for my book, you know, we're talking like Henry Ford had a mastermind. It was called the Vagabonds, right? right. Thomas Edison was in a mastermind. Andrew Carnegie, FDR, like, and the list goes on and on and on, you know? And, and so uh, there's a quote that I love that I, that I hear a lot these days, and, and it's uh, success leaves clues. And so a lot of times we'll read those autobiographies, biographies, or, or just self-development books. And it's like, okay, let me steal those tactics and try them on myself. Well, this is just one of those other things that you can do. It's a way of organizing. It's a way of solving problems, uh, networking, building relationships. And uh, the cool thing is the, the outcome and the result of it is just like incredible stuff. That's just what the mastermind does. So Danny, I want to talk about the early stages versus your mastermind now. I'm curious on like, was there a evolution and how has it changed sure. over the years? Well, you know, I think the leadership lesson here too, for the listener is like, 
understand that there's no easy paths. Everybody who says something is easy, right? Or do this one thing, magic bullets, they're full of baloney. When, When it comes to leadership and the mastermind, there were early adopters. And I'm so thankful, like seven people signed up right away. And actually another sort of off script leadership tip here is we often devalue or undervalue what we bring to the table. And I did that as well. You know, uh, when I first opened the mastermind, I played small and I just didn't, I didn't see the potential for what it was, you know, and what it could become from seven, I think, you know, probably doubled to like 14. And by the time I was a principal in Houston, doing this completely on the side, all out of school hours, there were about 22, 22, 26 folks got married. My wife wanted to do research, you know, overseas. Mm -hmm. And I said, "Hmm, what if I did this full time and serve school leaders? Wouldn't that be cool? And and, uh, if it works, I'll just keep showing up. If it doesn't work, give me a a year runway, Miriam, is what I said to fail. Uh, I could always go back to a school. There's international schools. We'll be fine. Well, what happened is that it worked, it continues to work, and I just keep showing up. So at this point, you know, that was that was one cohort, seven people, right? Uh, to date, now there's there's 70 plus members getting closer to 80. There are seven cohorts, five of which I, I lead, but a huge professional milestone and, and celebration uh, the first two cohorts that, you know, a BLBS trained coach, like, whoa, we're training coaches now. Those, those first two cohorts uh, launched, you know, in the spring and in the summer. And it's just amazing. Yeah. The other cool like leadership tip there too, is like, you don't remove yourself fully from the process. Like I'm behind the scenes, I'm working with the coaches, developing them. But when you remove yourself as the bottleneck, more opportunity, more growth, more value is created. And at some point, this is for everybody. The leader is the greatest opportunity and the greatest challenge within every organization. Mm-hmm. I could effectively lead four to five cohorts like I do, and I am maxed out. Okay. So if we're going to stay true to what I call my just cause to grow, connect, and mentor every school leader who wants to level up, then I got to get out of the way and I have to ask for help. Right. Yeah. And we can, we can make that a reality. I know this is a kind of a brand new topic for the Aspire podcast. However, I've I've been a part of masterminds before, and if someone's listening, they've done district PD or maybe they've gone to a conference, but they've never been a part of this type of model. Can you just kind of break it down as a like what is the baseline? What is a mastermind? What would be of value for someone to to join one? Yeah, I think you boil it down to the foundations. You know, you're going to have a highly intentional space on networking and building relationships, you know, that just opens doors and possibility helps you see things that you don't see, right? There might be a book study, might not. There is one in mind. We do things, not every mastermind is going to do this, but celebrate wins, you know, freely share resources, talk about tips of the week. I've never heard of a mastermind that does not have a hot seat. They might call it something different, like man or woman in the middle or, you know, something. But essentially, like outside of growing your network and those relationships, the hot seat's the the second best part in that you have now a personal board of directors. I don't know, let's say four people up to 15 or so. And you briefly share some context and then ask for help, right? So you hear from stories of success and failure. You you get probing and clarifying questions, push people, push your 
thinking and poke holes in it. And you come away from that experience with a much more robust approach to whatever challenge or project you're trying to get off the ground. Now, when you're not in the hot seat, it's still awesome. One, it feels good to help people. Two, you are reminded of all the stuff you should be doing. (laughs) It's like, oh yeah, they're dealing with that challenge. I should probably be thinking about that. Or three, you just might hear something that would have completely blindsided you, did not know it existed as an issue in education, but because your peer brought it up on his or her hot seat, now you know, you know? And uh, that's been that's been pretty wild to see that too. That's powerful. Just curious with like the district model, because I think what you shared in your book versus like what I've experienced is very similar. Why do you think that is? Why why do you think districts are not building up their leaders in the same capacity or same model as what you've done within your own business with you know better leaders, better schools? There's a very real tension that every district leader, school leader has to face teachers. It goes, boils down to teachers and the kids can feel the stress too, but you have to decide if you're going to be really like all about the, the mandates and the bureaucracy and the test scores, or is there a better way to what we call education, you know? And I, and I truly believe like in districts where the missed opportunities exist, that it's great people doing the best they can with what they know. Many leaders I support they're slogging through, you know, it's just busy. Like it's busy. It is uh, stressful. And, and to do the things, you know, that's right. That will move, you know, the needle, so to speak, the furthest. Sometimes it's hard to prioritize what you know to be significant versus what is urgent. And I think that's just a classic case of schools stuck in the rut and really sucking I'm talking about world-class suck levels <laughs> of not being able to prioritize what's most important, yeah. right? Because the organizations, like, it's so weird. You know, you can even visit schools or businesses or whatever that have figured it out. They don't have secrets. And half the time, the stuff they're talking about, it's common sense, yep. but it's not common practice, Right. And I just think people get busy and they forget like what's most important. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. You can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcast. Now let's get back to the episode. All right, man, I'm going to pivot to your book, Mastermind, Unlocking Talent Within Every School Leader. I want to know the process of where the concept came from it was it just like danny wakes up one day and is like i'm gonna write a book or yeah. how did that come to be and then would you just kind of break it down for those who haven't had a chance to read it obviously it's coming out very very soon september 28th but i just want to know kind of where the the book and the premise came from always wanted to write a book so did that self-publish you know tick that box i think there's a poetry book kids book in me too as well awesome This one was an interesting project in that, here's a leadership tip, consistently create value and serve others and the rest takes care of itself. Now you can be assertive and and be clear about what you want. And, uh, you know, if you got faith, you could pray about that. Or if you, you know, meditate or 
I even write it down on uh, like note cards, things that I want to see come to fruition in my life and uh, put that out to the universe or God or however you want to look at that. I say that for the context that during the pandemic, it was really hard, but some professional like wins all happened. A lot of people reached out actually to do, to do a book with me, which was humbling, like everybody, honestly. And then what made Corwin different is they said, let's do a book on the mastermind. And I shared with you in the pre-chat, I'm like, huh, that is cool because that's like the foundation of how I serve leaders. But how do you create something of value that doesn't seem like a salesy, like slimy, you know, experience, you know? So honestly, like I share that to say, I had the imposter syndrome big time if I could even pull this off. But heck yeah, I'm going to give it a try. Mm -hmm. So I did, I wrote a first draft and the editor, Ariel, if you're listening, she said, oh, Danny, this is great content and your organization sucks, right? (laughs) She said, that's what, I don't know. That's what, that's what I heard though. Okay. (laughs) That was the takeaway. My organization had a lot of work to do. And the funny thing is when I self-published, I paid somebody to package and design the book, right? So it showed up in your hands in a way that you think a book should look and feel and read like. And then I paid an editor too. She didn't tell me my organization sucked. She organized it for me. Ariel wasn't going to do that. She said, that's my job. I said, but you're the editor, right? (laughs) So evidently they do things a little bit differently. So I was super scared. I didn't think I could do it. And here's another leadership tip for the listener. To write a better book, I stopped writing a book. I actually walked away from the computer and I really actually invested in long walks in nature. No technology, so digital detox. And I love, I love walking and learning the podcasts or video. Like I'm always learning, but I, I have prioritized disconnecting and there's great value in that. And what happened, Joshua, is that, uh, you know, when you ride a bike, like you just ride it, it's now automatic. And that's the way the mastermind has been for me for a while. Sort of a perfect like combination of things because me facilitating a mastermind, like really played to my strengths too, which is probably why I was like excited to create this long story short so how do i get out of my head what makes the mastermind work and not only how do i communicate it but can i do it in a way that's like memorable right that people can teach others and so i started thinking all right i want to i want to just play with the concept of abcs where educators like abcs is going to resonate with educators okay it's fundamental it's fundamental that's right that's right (laughs) absolutely fundamental And so I started playing with this idea of ABCs of powerful professional development. Listen, it can't be forced. Like, does it, is it real? And what came to me, I started sketching this triangle and I had authenticity and I talk about authenticity like all the time, all the time. B, belonging. It's community. I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. Like I've gathered people since day one, like, you know what I mean? So I love that. I love that aspect of it. And then C is challenge because that's what it's all about. Like, I think I know people experience me as an action taker that drives results, but part of that is, uh, that is mindset that drives the actions. Another part too, is just having very clear challenges out there to push people to be better. Right. Or like I said earlier, connecting some dots here, 
treating people as if they're that gold or that genius, well, that's also raising the bar for them too. And so anyways, when, when you have those components, authenticity, belonging, and challenge, it leads to life and leadership transformation. And that's how I came up with the concept of the book. Because then it was like, okay, the intro and the problems, ABCs, all the chapter, a conclusion. And before you know it, 200 pages, and uh, you had a good time reading it. So <laughs> well, I, I had a great time reading it. Getting to know you a little bit more through the book was amazing. Obviously, we've been connected for, for years, but like you said, it was packaged in a way that had stories, and I love the quotes in it, the the real-life application. Thanks. So, yeah, anyone that's listening right now, when it comes out, please make sure that you're purchasing it, reading it. Um, I know you'll get a lot of value. I'm just thinking through the model that you presented in this book, is there any way that that might translate to current leaders that are trying to build aspiring leaders? To reflect back to you, you're saying like, can, can you use the model of a mastermind to build aspiring leaders? Am I hearing you right? Yeah, I'm just thinking like, a, is there maybe some takeaways that our current leaders that are in schools can can use? And maybe not the entire thing, because it's very different, sure, sure. you know, what you build, yeah. but I'm just trying to maybe translate something that they might be able to use within their own school buildings or district. Yeah, that's a great question. And uh, I, I think too, right, because I came up with this framework, the ABC is a powerful professional development, that that was what took it in, in the stories, right? Yeah. That took it from, hey, this is what I do. And, you know, you should join to actually, here's why it works. And you could do it too. So whether you're a principal, you can integrate this, create experiences for your staff that has more authenticity, belonging, or challenge, right? Mm -hmm. Teachers, you could do that with students, okay? Leaders, you could do it with parents. And your question was leaders with aspiring leaders. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. And that's the whole point, right? Like there's a, there's a chapter dedicated to each, right? Authenticity is about safety, self-awareness, being values-driven. So integrate that more in, right? Belonging is about shared purpose, inclusive environment, trust. And challenge is a leadership mindset, taking action, and creating a powerful community. So of course, I would love to serve more school leaders and live out my just cause to connect, grow and develop every leader who wants to level up. But uh, you read that book, and you can integrate this into your your experience. And it's going to make you better, whether you're a principal, whether you're a teacher, whether you run a business, like honestly, this, these ideas just work. So Danny, just to close our conversation, do you have any tips for our aspiring leaders as far as how they can level up? You know, of course, I'd love to work with your listeners, but I also have enough self-awareness that I'm the right fit for some and not right fit for others. Right. I'm okay with that. When I talked about the just cause to connect, grow and mentor every leader who wants to level up, doing this conversation and putting it out through the Aspire podcast, that's making the just cause come true. And so there are so many awesome opportunities out there. Get yourself plugged in. Your development and you as a leader are worth it. And if you got just even 1% better tomorrow, what might that mean for your life and leadership? Connecting the dots back to like, why does PD sometimes, what I call it, world-class suck, yeah. you know? <laughs> and this motion for some reason. I'll describe it to the listener. It starts at my head, both hands, and for some reason, horizontally goes out. Why? It's Who knows? Vast. <laughs> I think you got, yeah, I'm trying to illustrate the vastness of go. the suckiness. <laughs>
listen, my motto is this. Everybody wins when a leader gets better. Everybody wins when you, when Joshua gets better. And so you get stuck in the busyness. The next thing you know, the year's over. It's like, oh, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Well, you didn't. So do it because you're worth it. Get connected, get coached, get in a community. You're absolutely worth it. Very wise words, Danny. So for those who are listening that want to connect with you for a mastermind or coaching, how might they be able to do that? Alien Earbud, an anagram for Daniel Bauer, is a former English teacher. So mix up the letters. That's where you'll find me on social. Alien Earbud, weird, I know, but that's me. <laughs> Daniel at betterleadersbetterschools.com. Email betterleadersbetterschools.com. Website 312-788-7595. Cell phone. So I mean, I'm there. You could come to Syracuse and you're going to find me. I live in Syracuse, New York. So like, however you want to get connected, let's make it work. That's awesome. I always have to laugh at your your handle, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Love it so much. Yeah. I'm glad you love it. I don't know. From a Brandon point of view, sometimes it's it stinks because it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. You know, it's (laughs) right. But like if you know me and uh, how creative I could be, of of course, that's my handle. Right. So it makes complete sense knowing you for sure. Yeah. Danny, you are amazing, man. I I love talking with you and I I could probably spend another two hours and let's do it. Let's see if we could create a two and a half hour podcast. What do you want to talk about next? I think that's on my bucket list now. Like a, a well, two-hour jam session with, with Danny Bauer. If you ever want to, like, I'll seriously do that. <laughs> we should, man. We should, and then maybe splice it up a little bit. So, I don't know. Do you think someone would Most splice. Most splice. You just think yeah. two hours straight? Yep. Live audience, too. Let's do a live audience. Ooh. Now we're talking. All right. Yeah. We got goals now. So, if you're listening and you want to hear myself and Danny If you're Bauer, still listening. <laughs> if you're still listening. <laughs> Shout out to us. Uh, let us know, and we'll uh, we'll make that happen some t- down the line uh, when both your book and my book come out. We'll, we'll yes. have to do a jam session. That sounds good. Hey, I forgot to share one invitation with your listener. Please. Can I do that real quick? Of course. So I'd love it. I'd love it if if you go out and buy the book today. If you go to the Corin website, I think you'll probably still can use the Summer Twenty One code. All all caps, all one word. Summer Twenty One. The last the two and a one. Don't spell that out. 25% off free shipping. So a pretty good deal. Or if you just want to sample the meal, right? Before before uh, investing in the whole enchilada, you could go to betterleadersbetterschools.com slash free chapter, all one word. And you can get uh, the intro chapter totally free. It'll set up what the book's about. If you like it, then of course you can buy the whole thing. Awesome. So I'll put that in the show notes also. And so that's summer 21, that's 25% off with free shipping on Corwin's website. So I'll have the link there for y'all and the coupon code. In addition, I'll have all of Danny Bauer's information as far as his website, Twitter, LinkedIn, you name it, whatever he's doing, you will be able to find it in the show notes. So Danny, as always, I am so appreciative of your time and I absolutely love talking with you. And I just thank you for being on the Aspire podcast. Thanks for having me on the show and listeners listen, like, the two-hour podcast. It's 90 minutes of Joshua and me, live audience, 30 minutes of Q&A, right? So if you want this to happen, tell either of us and it's going to be there. Awesome, man. Can't wait.